0: Watch the Update Required podcast live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. PST on YouTube.
1: That's the best Vietnamese restaurant in Nanaimo. That place is the shit.
0: We're just talking about, everybody, uh, beers best served with uh, pad thai and other... and other, Not all uh, beer.
1: <laughs> just this beer.
0: Just this one.
1: I'm drinking some weird guava lime... Vietnamese fusion beer guys and it's it's all
0: right it's (laughs) it's it's all right you know
1: know that kid
0: he's all right like yeah you know he shows up to softball practice he gives it his all (laughs) that kid's all right Jeremy's his name right right. (laughs) yeah Jeremy you know Jeremy yeah Jeremy's all right (laughs) how you been buddy the people missed you
1: I've been well I've been mean, well. Uh, yeah, I'm on vacation right now, which is sick. That's I got dope. ten days off work, so it's been hanging out, playing lots of games, listening to good records, nice. watching fucking weird history documentaries because I get sucked into weird stuff. I learned As all about the fr- right. <laughs> yeah, I learned yeah. all about the French Revolution last night. Sick. I don't know why that of was course. just a thing that happened. That was a rabbit hole you go down when you have ten days off and you're just up at late hours of the night. But I mean I've been gaming pretty hard and uh Gamescom today, man, is the big the big did ticket, you watch it live? News. I did not. I did not. I watched a bunch of it afterwards and I also watched a bunch of like reaction videos from you know the people that are like uploading videos like ten seconds after the event happens and like just yeah. like going hard. But yeah, it was uh it was I don't know. Reactions seem mixed online. Like, some people seem to think it was really good. Some people thought it was a massive letdown. Uh, what did you think? Where were you at on Gamescom? Did you watch it live?
0: Yeah, I did. Um, I was irresponsible and I had it up on screen while I was working today. Uh, but that's just the kind of employee that I am. Uh, uh, I don't know. Like, um, I could probably see that. Like, I could see, like, there's a lot of cool things for people who are into what got launched or announced today. But like for me, like I know like I'm such a special type of gamer anyway. Um there wasn't a lot. There was one thing that I thought I was gonna be interested in, and then after seeing it today, I was kinda like, well, that's kinda not what I was thinking it was gonna be. Um but yeah, man, that's good to hear. We're gonna talk about some of the games we've been playing lately, because we actually have some like fucking hidden bangers that just came out of nowhere and just like got into our lives
1: bangers yeah like there were in my opinion like i wasn't disappointed i thought a lot of people were but i thought it was honestly pretty good
0: yeah yeah i don't know like the, the the show's great like i don't know like it's it's just a lot of people think that there needs to be like these massive announcements all like every time of the year, all year. And it's just like, there's no way anyone can sustain that. And it's, just I think like- the
1: industry gets, yeah. Like, I think we've been really spoiled in modern times. Like, I don't know if that's just me. Um, but I think we got really spoiled with a few events and having a ton of stuff. And like the, the launch of the new consoles and whatnot as well, um, I think affected some people's expectations and overall, I'm, like, pretty happy with where gaming's at right now. Like, was like, oh, it's such a big lull. Like, uh, I don't know, one or two events ago, everybody was saying there was, like, nothing coming out. I think the industry's cranking out no good stuff.
0: Yeah, like, I feel like, like, for gaming news, it's been, like, quite dry for some time. But, like, if you're actually gaming, there's so much out there right now. And it's just, like, I can't even keep up. And, like, I used to be a, a one-game guy. And then now that I'm, like, branching out in other games, I'm just like, shit, dude, like... I don't even know how people could handle, like a, like, a more busier time. Like, I feel like with all the stuff that's getting released, I barely finished stuff. Bindu, bubba, Ba in the chat. Well, um, you're
1: becoming like me, where, like, you branched out, so now you have the backlog, right? Like, that's yeah, what just, happens when you start playing more than one kind of game. And then yeah. all of a sudden, you're like, oh, shit, there's, like, 60 other games I should play. I install stuff in, like, the hopes I'll get to it. It's just getting kind of out of hand.
0: I don't know. Yeah, like, sometimes... <laughs> Yeah, like I was like just doing the same thing that like we were talking about. Like I was just like shopping through the Steam store, and I'm just like, wait, why am I doing this? <laughs> like, there's this. I have so many games that I have to like play, and then now that I'm kind of doing let's plays on my channel, like I feel like i feel guilty whenever i play a game and i'm not recording it because i'm like oh this could be content but now i'm just like dude you got to separate some of that so like you got to have the games that you record for your content and then you got to have games that are just for you when you want a game and like be in goblin mode and game oh
1: yeah i have a hard time differentiating which game i want to be each right I think that's one of the hardest things for me is i'll always come like i'll be stoked about a game so i'll be like oh i should talk about this because i'm passionate about it but then because you're passionate about it, those are the same games that you want to just like sit alone in your pajamas and play at two in the morning. Yeah. So it becomes it becomes difficult sometimes because you got to pick at least some of those games that you're passionate about and make your content about that or else you're just going to be faking
0: it the whole time. Which yeah, I whack. can do that. Like if it's a game that like I'm just yeah. OK, technically not true because right now i'm playing through god of war 2018 because like some people have just been like you gotta play the game it's so good And i'm like dude it's not something i like and then they're like play it and i'm like hey shocker it's not something that i like and i said that <laughs> and dude i didn't even tell you because like it's been a while since we've been on here but i know right i caught the fucking wrath of twitter like the wrath Like, like, cause I released this video, I get them used to my own Twitter audience and my own engagement. So I thought I was just releasing a video into the void and like the the three people like would like thumbs up or like comment, like, yeah, totally. But somehow it got retreated to the right or wrong person. And they were like, fuck this kid. They were just like, fuck this pasty ass Peter Griffin looking bitch. They were like, I'm going to flame this motherfucker. And this dude. Paste me in one of his YouTube videos. Okay. Shits on me.
1: Are we going to like completely destroy this guy? Because I'm getting fired up over here.
0: (laughs) Well, there's a whole story, uh, man. There's a whole epic story you don't even know. Like, So this guy just fucking lights me up in his YouTube video. And I'm like, all right, okay, that's like funny, whatever. And then um, so I made a rebuttal video because like all of his followers start like commenting on my videos. And, you know, like not everybody can be smart. Like, not everyone's good with words or has a grasp of words. And I was just like, okay, a lot of people are mixing up the word uh, contradicting. Because they were like, this guy's shitting on God of War. But check out this fucking YouTube video he made two and a half years ago where he's recommending people buy a PlayStation. And then in the video I say verbatim, I go playstation has a lot of great exclusives here are some of them and then i listed off god of war as being one of them and i and then they took that and then the current statement that i think god of war yeah, sucks
1: hypocrite and they're just like yeah, hypocrite
0: fucking contradicting like piece of shit and i'm just like no 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 and i'm like i don't know where you're from but where i'm from Contradicting means you make a statement and then your next statement is completely against the first statement. I was like, so if my first statement was, I love God of War, I love the gameplay, I love the the combat in it, it's great. And then you go to my video now where I'm like, that game fucking sucks, I don't like it. Contradicting. There we go. But in the first video, I'm making a recommendation based off of popular belief, which is, Sony has a lot of great exclusives, which they do. And I'm just like, that's a fact. (laughs) And
1: (laughs) that's, that's just life. Like
0: then they turn that Okay. I was a little, okay, here's, here's where I went wrong. Here's where I could have been better. Uh, I tried to be uh, a little bit salty and uh, a little bit colorful. And I said, I'm aware that great education isn't available everywhere. So I'm going to tell you what the meaning of contradicting means. And then they were like, are you being fucking racist? <laughs> they turned into that. They're like, are you being fucking racist? And I was like, no. And I was like, I am like, I made a, I made a statement that great education isn't available everywhere. Is that not true? Um. And then fast forward, this guy makes another video on his YouTube channel about me and he like rips into me some more. Does he call you
1: racist in this video?
0: No, no, no. He saved that for okay. later. But okay. he was like, I dare this motherfucker to come on my podcast. I fucking dare him. He would never. And I was like, mama didn't raise no bitch. And I'm like, I hit him up in the comments. And I was like, I'll go on your podcast. Let's do it. What's up? Bring it on. So I go on this buddy's podcast. And it's him and like four of his friends. And they are all, from what I could tell, African-American. And, uh, they proceed to try to fucking grill me for three hours straight, three hours straight. I'm on this fucking podcast getting cross grilled by all these dudes. And I'm just, I'm just fucking wiping it off. Like nothing. I'm swatting it away. I'm dusting it off. I'm very, I'm like fucking, I am like a surgeon with what words I choose to, to use, like, as you
1: would have to be in that situation undoubtedly like yeah. it's because they're pressuring you to say something wrong
0: mm-hmm. right yeah so they were like they were trying to catch me on things but i was very sh- i was very particular to be like i feel like what i'm hearing is or just like it kind of sounds like what you're saying to me is is that true and i gave them like more than enough opportunity to tell me like I'm not uh, understanding them correctly. And then I also it was like, did I answer your question to to your understanding, or did I answer it fully to your expectations? And they were like, yep, 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 yep. Um, and then as soon as I left the three hour podcast, some other dude joins on the podcast after I leave and was like, Oh, I just didn't want to give that bitch the time and did it. And then they started shit talking me. And then I was just like, I was like, dude, like it's all a game. It's all just for clicks. It's all for like whatever. But uh, no, that was a very. Um, it was an experience. Would I go through it again? No, but like I did it, and um, good for
1: you for good for you for going on the podcast. Honestly, like good for you for not backing down from it and just being like, I'm not racist. Like that's stupid, and just going on the podcast and trying your best to explain yourself and. Yeah, that just sounds like a really unfair situation you got put in, obviously, with, like, four people basically bringing you on for the purpose of trying to get you to say something they could flame you for. Um, I obviously think racism's abhorrent and that it should be dealt with, you know, where you see it in reality. Uh, But I know you well enough to know that that's not your character, and that just seems like a pretty weird uh way to run a podcast frankly you
0: know what it's like that's the whole thing the whole thing i was like you know what that's this person's type of content this is what they make this is what their viewers are expecting i would expect nothing less i was like i know i'm walking in to a fucking flame show and they're gonna try as hard as they can Because I listened to them, I sneakily listened to them on their previous podcast to kind of see what I was getting myself into. And they just fucking berated this dude who I think he was from South Africa and his English wasn't the best. And they were just fucking laying it on him, which was totally unfair. Because, like, he doesn't like he's probably like trying to listen really hard and catch everything, but he doesn't get like the nuances of sarcasm and shit like that. It's probably going right over his head. And they were just lacing into this dude. And I felt so bad. I was like, fuck, man. I'm like, that's not even fair. I was like, that's... I don't know if that... uh, That's not cool. Like, even if, like, that person said something ridiculously stupid, like, I don't know, like, piling on four people on top of them, like, not cool. But I just
1: don't get down with, like, sensationalist content for Mm -hmm. the sake of being sensationalist, whether that's you trying to drag sensationalist comments out of other people or like just like even channels that just make all of their content based on like the most like edge lord stuff they conceivably can yeah uh yeah it's just i don't i don't get it i don't know there's always gonna be that i totally. guess right like it's just the modern YouTube channels like that are like the modern version of Jerry Springer, basically. Right? Like there's yeah. always going to be that mentality that just controversy and weird shit sells where they're like, we have seven people from a trailer park. Three of them are Nazis and they're dating their own cousins. And People are like,
0: <laughs> 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 they're like, like oh shit. There's... But what was funny was just like, was like, yeah, like I kind of knew what was going for, but here's, you would have liked this. Like, this was like the total, this was a fucking mind game. This is like when I knew, like, okay, like you got to be kind of prepared because like this is on purpose. So they invite me on at a specific time. They're like, okay, it starts at this time. Like just join in at this time. I'm like, cool. I'm like, do you want me to show up 15 minutes early, 10, like, or right on the dot? What do you prefer? And they're like, oh, you come in 10 minutes earlier, like right on the dot. And I'm like, all right, cool. I join in. The first 45 fucking minutes of this podcast is rap videos is there rap videos about playstation gaming fucking xbox controllers like and they were like pretty fucking good like i'm not gonna lie like it was like it was pretty impressive but i just i was like wow i'm like this is this is an attack i'm like this is a this is a tactic right here to make me sit through 45 minutes of this like i was just like This is hilarious. I loved it, though. Like, I was just like, damn. I'm like, all right, cool. You want to do this? So that's not... And then it was three hours after that of just being berated. (laughs) I just, like... I I was just like, oh. I'm like, this is actually, like, pretty good. I'm like, this is pretty good production on some of these raps." And I was like, they had one... (laughs) They had one about Game Pass. They had one about Xbox controllers. They had one about God of War. Like, damn, dude. Like, it was just like... All right. I was like, cool. And then they were, uh, I could see people in the comments because I made a comment about the raps. I was like, yeah, hey, these are actually pretty good. I'm like, pretty good production. Like, I laughed at some of the auto tune bits there. I'm like, but good melodies though. And then they were like, they're like, listen to a sarcastic white ass like making fun of the rap or like. And I was just like, no, that's just how I sound.
1: <laughs> I'm not being sarcastic at all. I just, they're like, you know what? you don't get it whitey well (laughs) that's all right i fucking i'm glad that someone is keeping nerd rap semi-relevant in 2022 yeah i remember when nerd rap was the thing i remember that genre briefly having a moment in the sun good for them
0: it was it was it was like a very eventful couple weeks but yeah like long story short i'm playing god of war even though like it's not my jam, but I'm finishing it because like so many Are people... you the
1: newest one, right? Like that? Yeah. Well, not the new one that's going to come out, but the one that was on PS Tour. Yeah, that's you the got one it. I have it on PS Plus and I should play it. I didn't pay for PlayStation Plus for one month and the one month I didn't pay was the month they gave Crash Bandicoot 4 away and now I'm kind of mad about it because I'm like, I should have just... just.
0: That's a fucking bummer,
1: dude. <laughs> yeah. I like, I like Crash Bandicoot. I was like, oh, man, what are the odds that the one month that I don't pay is going to be one of those months where they give, like, a decent game away? Yeah, Because there's so many months that they're like, you get Lawnmower Simulator 2021. shit for yeah. I don't know
0: how long. <laughs> Honestly,
1: they're like, I'm "Like, what did they give away? They're like, Crash Bandicoot 4, which got unanimously positive reviews when it came out. And I was like, oh, that's a bit of a kick in the dick. But yeah, that's all you, right.
0: You were like. That's wow (laughs)
1: yeah but at least i remembered to log on it and uh and purchase quote unquote uh god of war while it was free on ps plus so i do have that one kind of kicking in the backlog now and a lot of people told me to play that like you know i like assassin's creed valhalla i like the witcher 3 i do like these narrative uh acts people in the face kind of games and a lot of people have told me i'd probably enjoy that one so yeah if you like the action
0: game genre like it's a good game it's like it's a it's like a pretty game it's not my game not my type of game but like i can see it doesn't need to be exactly and i can see why a lot of people like it uh let's get into gamescom a little bit more uh so i'm gonna have it playing in the background while we talk about it so
1: also uh shout out to playstation ecstasy that's probably the only part of your name i can pronounce in the chat i'm still waiting on the next great upgrade uh for the witcher 3-2 man Isn't that supposed to come out early 2023? Okay, so first off, it was supposed to come out in early 2022. (laughs) It was supposed to come out in like the first quarter of this year. They, they last I had heard, they were saying third quarter of this year now, which would give them to like October. Yeah, Uh, and I'm growing impatient, and I do feel like it's probably going to be first quarter 2023 because there's been like seven delays. And I think at the beginning, uh, a lot of that was kind of understandable because they had to save cyberpunk. Yeah. But now they've entirely stopped patching cyberpunk. Basically like an update or two ago, they were like, okay, we've done our, we've done our shit. Uh, give me that goddamn upgrade man i i rebought that game on xbox like mm-hmm. right when i bought the series x mm-hmm. because they said they were going to release the next gen upgrade patch within 2022 And yeah i gotta so, have this
0: because i want to play the upgraded witcher for the launch of the xbox right? series x
1: and i was like done let's go let's go it'll only be like four or five months since i buy my console and i'll get to play my favorite game of all time but better and now they're just still like one day, one day.
0: yeah one day PlayStation see in the chat. Uh, I haven't seen you here before. Welcome to the Update, update Required yeah. podcast. Welcome. Welcome. We're happy aboard. to have you. And we see some of our regulars. We got Swordman. We got Warwana. We got Bindu in the chat. Everyone else, uh, I haven't seen no. you. If you haven't already, make sure you like and you're subscribed Cheers. to the channel. Uh, we super duper appreciate it. But Gamescom, so. I don't know like I thought it was an okay show like I I know what to expect with a lot of these Jeff Keighley shows like I like it's there's very few times where there's like a big wow game that's like announced at the very end but I kind of knew going in like the big ones are just going to be more the Kalisto Protocol and then Lies of P like I knew those were going to be the big games.
1: What shocked you even in the slightest? Did anything catch you off guard during this Lies of P?
0: Like I thought that because everyone's like it's like oh it's going to be a bloodborne like it's going to be like this souls like da 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 and I was like fuck yeah I'm on board cool it's about Pinocchio whatever that's that's a neat way to go it's a neat direction a neat little reimagining and then I saw the gameplay and I was like this looks more action game to me than it does action RPG I'm like this looks more more like God of War than it does more like Bloodborne, and I was like, that's not my favorite type of gameplay style. But again, I know a lot of people are gonna be fucking jacked the tan for this. And- it's a lot
1: of people's favorite gameplay style, frankly. When exactly, you look at what is being successful, especially for Sony, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, when you look at Ghost of Tsushima, God of War, the Spider Man games, like people love these narrative third person adventure games. Like, yeah. so much. Uncharted, The Last of Us. Fuck, I could go on. That's like Sony, especially, is bread and butter over the last generation and now moving into this generation as well. Even Returnal, you could say, uh, you could throw into that category for sure to some degree.
0: Yeah. Um, I don't know about that, but I agree with you, though, because but like, honestly, why wouldn't they like that type of gameplay like it's it's got a low cost of entry, so you don't have to dump a ton of time in it to start having fun You usually can have fun right away, like right away, your character's got some cool moves that you can do. Um, the story is like constantly being brought up. So like no matter when you jump into it, you're kind of refreshed as to what's going on. You're not really confused a lot. So, like, I understand it. And then that's why I was like, you know what? Like, if I was that developer, too, like, obviously, I'm going to make the game that kind of aims towards the biggest audience. And I was like, that kind of makes sense to me. So that was the biggest surprise for me. Other than that, like a lot of the other games, the Dune game that's up right now, that looked pretty neat. Um, yeah, I was
1: surprised by this. Like, I I don't know if I just haven't been paying enough attention. I didn't know this shit was even being worked on. Same. I was like, I was like, what? Dune game? That's pretty cool. Um, I don't think there's ever been a good Dune video game. Like, literally ever. It. I'm pretty sure there were video game adaptations of the original movie that sucked balls, and that's pretty <laughs> much all we've got. Probably uh, sucked super I hard. Would, I really like Dune. I have a bunch of the Dune novels and shit. Like, I was into Dune as a kid. So, yeah, I don't know. This game looks promising to me for sure. Uh, I'm excited about that hogwarts looks way better than i thought it was going to be um which is an that was probably what shocked me the most about this entire presentation and i knew they were going to show more hogwarts stuff and then like i'm not i'm not the world's biggest harry potter guy i grew up on the hobbit and the lord of the rings and shit like that was Mm. my shit um i read a lot of fantasy a lot of sword and sorcery type of shit But the Harry Potter books weren't even really out yet. And then, like, by the time I was older, they came out. So I wasn't their target audience anymore. Um, But I've, like, seen all the movies and shit. And I've read at least the first couple of books. I'm not opposed to Harry Potter. I'm just admitting it's not like
0: my shit. You're kind of right? sounding like it's a Harry not... Potter uh, racist, Jay. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Are you
1: Are you saying that you are racist against yeah. non Muggles, Jay? Yeah. Uh, no, I'm saying that it's some cool shit. It just wasn't my fandom in mm-hmm. the way that like Batman or Star Wars or some shit was. Uh, but I respect the universe. Uh I like the story I I genuinely like the original Harry Potter you know movies film series I've never watched any of the Fantastic Beast stuff and all the like you know the kind no. of shit that they've done since uh but I liked those original Radcliffe films um this movie looks way darker and way more kind of a ad- or adult or game rather sorry uh yeah it just looks more kind of at least 14a Than I expected the game to look. And then in retrospect, I kind of started thinking back on it. And I was like, all those kids who did grow up on Harry Potter are like in their twenties and shit now. Yeah. And now it, it does make a lot of sense. Like this is sort of pitched at Gen Z, if anything, right? Like Gen Z are the kids that grew up on Harry Potter, I would say. And a lot of them, yeah, they're, they're at that age now where they're in their twenties and they're maybe into some, some darker shit and it, it made it. <laughs> just, it the made sense stuff now the, the hard stuff, Harry Potter with goblins and black magic. I don't know. It just looked pretty cool for a Harry Potter game to me. And that's good. Like it's one of those things like you were saying about God of war, like great. It's not for me, but it's good. And lots of people love it. And I think that's what this Harry Potter game will probably be to me. I don't know if I'll get balls deep into it or if I'll love it personally but it looks way more promising uh than i originally thought it was going to look and i'm happy for the community of people that were stoked for this game
0: you yep. gave it way way more thought than i ever did like i like i feel the same way as you but i was just like yep that's for harry potter fans next i was just like next
1: <laughs> and i'd felt that way with the original like teaser trailer yeah that was my reaction to what i'd seen of this game before was i was just like oh cool good for harry potter fans over to games i give a shit about uh (laughs) this trailer pulled me in a little bit more and made me be like you know what if it was on game pass or something i'd probably dabble right Mm -hmm. like if i had access to it epic game store gave it away for free one month or some shit yeah i'd probably dabble but it at least looks like it's going to be deeper and cooler than i thought it was going to be to start which is great for those that were originally invested in that you know that product
0: yeah uh we got a question in the chat here from pear bear one of our uh locals oh, pear I would Bears say. up in here yeah yeah here. uh jay have you seen the trailer for the rings of power i've seen it but she doesn't give a shit about what i've seen jay retro i have you I seen have it? <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. i have um i've also watched a number of videos of people critiquing the trailer mm-hmm. um so people are shitting all over the rings of power already really and yes lots of people Uh, And I found it funny like some of the shit that I read that they were shitting on it for was like budgetary stuff where they would be like look at Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings trilogy and then look at the effects on this armor here. You can tell this armor is way lower and I'm like because it is lower budget. It's a fucking TV show, but like I think it looks pretty cool. I am very on the fence about it it's one of those things like the halo tv show where for me they're really treading on hallowed ground and i'm just (laughs) sort of like oh oh oh, i'm gonna make some new make some new jr tolkien content are you and i am very scared they're gonna fuck it up but i'm not willing to shit on it for the reasons i've seen so far which is that people are shitting on it for basically production value stuff. And I'm just like, I didn't expect this Amazon originals TV show to have the budget of the Lord of the Rings or the Hobbit trilogy films. Um, Maybe one of the best things about the Rings of Power coming out is that people are finally starting to agree with me that the Hobbit movies don't suck because it seems that people are finally being, maybe we were too harsh on the Hobbit movies. It's funny like people did that with the Star Wars prequels too. Like they just shit all over them for a bunch of years and then they came back a few years and we're like, maybe these are actually kind of good. Once the Disney movies came out and they had another thing to compare it to. So that's happening already with the Hobbit films. And I always thought the Hobbit films were certainly not as good as the Lord of the Rings films, but better than a lot of people gave them credit for. Um, I'm hopeful for this show. But it's weird because they're basing it on the period of time that Tolkien didn't really write shit about. And I think maybe a lot of people don't know that. This isn't going to be a retelling. Of the Lord of the Rings, right? Like, you're not about to watch Frodo and Gandalf and shit go on their adventures again. This is going to be some prequel Star Wars style shit where we go like way back into the olden days of Middle Earth and look at, you know, fucking maybe how the Rings of Power were made and shit like that. And frankly, he didn't write a ton of stuff about that. And the stuff he did write kind of sucks. Uh, and I say that as like a massive Tolkien fan. But it, like, if, <laughs> if you've ever read The Silmarillion, uh, which is the main book that deals with these sort of prequel periods of Middle Earth, The Silmarillion is about as interesting and fun to read as like the Bible or the Quran. Like it reads like an archaic ancient history text. That is sort of just like, and then there were these wizards named this. And then there were these other dwarfs named this. And then 10,000 elves died at the Battle of Philindel near the mountain of Rock on fuck. It's literal bullshit. Um, <laughs> it's and it's cool. Bullshit. <laughs> it's, it's it's his fucking notes. Like, it's literally like Tolkien's notes because he had to come up with a backstory to this world to make it feel so deep but it's not like any of those plot lines are like examined and expanded upon and that is where i get scared right uh i don't know do we end up like halo the tv series where they really stray from the path and fuck it up um or is it possible for them to fuck it up that much when tolkien had barely defined the world at that point i don't know I'm very on the fence about it.
0: I heard... I think, like, a couple of things for money hearing is, like, one, when you announce that your show cost a billion dollars, that's probably why people are shitting on the budget a little bit, but also, um, I feel like... I'm not 100% sure. I'm trying to look this up right now, but I don't think Amazon... Like, I think they have the rights to certain material from JR Tolkien. And then that's why there's some things they can't really reference to directly. Like, they can't say the word Hobbit because that's copyrighted under... Yeah. So, like, there's little loopholes that you have to jump How, through. They're going to
1: have to say Halfling the whole they show. They call them I hate that already. Uh, <laughs> a bunch. Even though that is another term that was used in the books. But it's not like it was a term that was uh don't talk shit about the masterpiece the Silmarillion Bendusa um yeah. <laughs> I will and I'll continue to talk shit about it it's the most boring of Tolkien's books uh a lot of the books that Christopher Tolkien finished were more interesting than the Silmarillion uh and I read it I read the whole thing covered it back multiple times I'm not saying that if you're a massive Tolkien fan you shouldn't go read the Silmarillion like, as a giant nerd, yeah, it's cool to know all that lore about the world that exists in. But fuck, it is dry. It is super dry. It's like a mouthful of saltines. <laughs> it's just brutal.
0: Yeah, like you said, like, I kind of feel like... Um, I don't know, like, I'm no writer. You have more to say to this than I do, because uh, you're actually uh, post-secondary trained or university trained in this. But... Um, I feel like when you're writing a story, sometimes you have to like, you have to put it all down on paper and you got to like write certain things out. And then sometimes you're just kind of like plotting out your lore. And that kind of sounds like what the Cimmerillion is. It's just like, it's kind of just like putting on a baseline, putting in some notes. Like if some of you, if you're big Star Wars nerds, if you look at some like the early interviews with George Lucas and he's going over like, like. I hate it when he's always like, oh, I planned out all six movies like right from the get-go. It's like, no, you didn't. Like, You had the first movie, and then you kind of just had notes that were just like, yeah. who's his father? What's his motivation for this? And it's just like those kind of bullshit like, notes 100%. that you just put down. And like that's pretty much what they're working off of. He had a
1: rough outline. Yeah. Right? And that's what the Silmarillion reads like. It reads like a rough outline for seven other books he could have written, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, Because it's such a large period of time, too. And that's why I compare it to, like, the Bible. Like, when you read the Old Testament and they're just like, and Behesaphat begat Bejesaphat, And Bejesaphat had seven funds named Isaiah, Lefeb, Matthea, Begea, and Beja, And they each had six wives each. And they begat these people. And, like, a lot of the Silmarillion reads like that. (laughs) But about elves and dwarves and wizards and shit. And I'm not saying that shit isn't cool. I'm just saying it's not accessible and the yeah. way that like the hobbit and the lord of the rings are there's a reason that those are the two books that are massively famous and got made into movies first right or four books cuz the lord yeah. of the rings is three books all right but yeah there's a reason those properties are what tolkien is known for and people aren't like oh you like jrr tolkien the silmarillion guy like there's a reason for that i'm not saying <laughs> it's shit and he should have never put pen to paper on it i'm just saying that it's massively less accessible and it's it's the hardcore shit that you read when you've gone you know as deep down that J.R.R. Tolkien rabbit hole as you can go, which is where I went at like thirteen when I read it, right? But
0: <laughs> that Cimmerillian guy—it's like yeah, they're the kids are definitely not saying that. <laughs> but um, no, uh, that took us off topic. But I don't know, like there's a lot of shows that. Like, again, I'm a snob. I know I'm a snob, but like, I've just been kind of like mad let down. Um, so I'm not, I never look forward to things anymore because I don't want to be let down. So now I'm just kind of going into it, like, being like, the bar is this low. If it's good, it's good. Great. I'm happy. If it's not, I'm not going to be too surprised. That's kind of my thoughts on it. But, um, no, like, because there's the Lord, there's the Rings of Power that's coming out uh the new game of thrones just happened i never watched the game of thrones so i don't like i'm not really big into that and then she hulk just came out too which is crazy there's been so much content just coming out like back back to back to back to back it's been it's been wild 2022 so far which is crazy been
1: due uh I'm not asking them to get rid of the Silmarillion to each their own. You're allowed to enjoy it more than I do. I'm not saying it sucks. I literally said that a minute ago. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah. You let you people dig like the Silmarillion. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. If you super enjoy it. I'm not saying that you should throw it in the fire. That's not what I'm saying. I think there's a reason the Lord of the Rings is more well known.
0: Uh that's all I will say. <laughs> <laughs> Look at us just cooking some grits already, but that's that's the way it is. Sometimes that happens.
1: You know, people are passionate about these topics, right? When it comes to gaming, comes to fandoms. And I get that. I respect that.
0: You know, what's crazy is throughout the whole uh, God of War extravaganza that I went through, one of the criticisms that I gave was just like, I was like, compared to the games that I prefer, this game feels like a lot of button mashing to me and, and then I demonstrated it by playing it and I just like did this on my controller just like button mashing and that really fucking pissed people off and um, but it was Warwana actually who chatted with me about this and then he brought up a really good point and it kind of uh, falls into uh, the similarly talk that we just had and that is for a lot of people. God of War was maybe, like, a difficult game for them. And it was a game that was like, wow, this is hard, and I have to master uh, this combat system. And then they felt really accomplished when they got over that, and then they uh, advanced in the game, or they beat the game was, like, a big accomplishment for them. And then to have some pasty Peter Griffin-looking bitch be like, fuck this game. Look, it's just (laughs) button-mashing. Yeah, that's going to fucking cook your grits. That's going to cook your grits sideways and put vinegar on them, right? Like, so I was like... That totally makes sense to me and I was like, yeah, like for a lot of people that was a big accomplishment and I think what more people need to realize is when someone disagrees with your experience, it doesn't lessen, we've talked about this many times. It doesn't lessen the experience that you have. You just have to be like, okay, they, they live a different yeah. life. It didn't it didn't align with them. Cool. You can't win you can't win with everybody. No and there's matter-
1: tons of games, right? Like when we were watching, I think it was the PlayStation um presentation that they did and we were like oh uh emotional japanese bike riding simulator 2022 cool i was not touching that for us i was just like
0: i was like great great
1: game But that's the thing like tons of people were fucking hype for that game after that trailer and awesome Like, good for them. And I think there are some larger franchises that I feel that way about massively. Like, we've talked before about, like, it took me forever to just come to terms with the fact that I don't like Ocarina of Time. Mm -hmm. And that, like, just because, like, everybody on the face of the Earth thinks that it's the greatest Zelda game doesn't mean I have to think that. And, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you just, you have an opinion that differs from the masses and that's okay. And like, I don't want my friends to not enjoy Ocarina of Time. (laughs) You know? like I'm glad everybody loves it so much. That's sick. I have games I love. I get it. Yeah.
0: That's the same with anything, right? Like there's definitely like a TV show or a movie or a game that someone recommends to you. And like, it's like widely renowned as being so great and then you just don't have that experience with it. And you're kind of like, you do that whole like, is there something wrong with me? Am I not getting it? Maybe I'm not doing it right. Or maybe like, I don't know. And then, no, it's none of those things. It's just your two ships sailing by each other in the night. Like it's just-
1: 100%, right? It's just, no, just different tastes. And I think people can understand that more when they have extreme tastes. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't look at my family at Thanksgiving dinner and be like, why aren't you guys into Norwegian black metal? Like, I just (laughs) understand that I'm into something niche and that not everybody's going to like that niche thing. But then with video games, I think people do that less. Like, even though it's such a broad landscape of a million different types of games you could play, when people have a game they're really attached to, I find they're very fervent about being like... No, it's so good. You just have to play it again. I have a buddy that's really on about me replaying uh, Fallout New Vegas. And I'm like, dude, I just I don't like Fallout. Like, I've <laughs> literally never played a Fallout game that has given me five minutes of enjoyment. Does I his name rhyme with Mick? <laughs> no, no, but that's what it feels like sometimes. Um, and yeah, that's, that's a great example of just like, dude, I'm not telling all of you to not enjoy fallout or that like new vegas wasn't like a cultural landscape masterpiece in its time it's just not a franchise i enjoy right like and i agree with pear bear people need to agree to just be like hey people like different they like different stuff and like that's okay you know and yeah
0: no, you know what? I have a challenge right now. Uh, Jay Retro, can you do me a favor? Can you just stand up uh, a little bit and show off your T-shirt? I will give a $20 gift card if anyone can tell me what band that is right now. Let's give them like 10 seconds. $20 US gift card for the gaming platform of your choice. You got to tell me what band that is. It doesn't look
1: like a bunch of squiggly white lines
0: to you. Warwana with the Led Zeppelin.
1: (laughs) He's like, that's clearly. It says Jimmy Page. Yeah, Uh, and then in the bottom, it's just his symbol. That's what it is. Yeah, (laughs) Jimmy Page would probably love this band.
0: People are using their smartphones or like Google, like image search to like, yeah.
1: (laughs) And it's funny because in the world of like extreme metal. I would say this is one of the more legible bands. Oh, logos. clearly. I was just like they're going
0: to get it in like 2 seconds, but I'm like, yeah. maybe not.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. And that just shows like once again that's like I think of these guys as like well-known as far as extreme metal goes and people like I bet you 99% of people that see the shirt are like what the hell is that? what pear bear i will give others
0: a chance at the prizes (laughs) what weird (laughs) dark
1: black sabbath i love that they're just naming the most mainstream heavy music bands like acdc motley Crue.
0: yeah um let's get into this other piece of news that came across at gamescom and that was a surprise announcement from sony and a lot of people have been rumoring this for a little bit now and i was wondering what your thoughts are on this was the new DualSense Edge controller, which is the pro controller for PS5? Whoa! Does it have uh, back buttons? It does. It does look like it has back paddles. Does
1: it have um? What's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, analog sticks that are unfortunately symmetrical.
0: <laughs> it does. It does. And but they're, they're not interchangeable. Movable, it looks like weird so
1: there was uh what was the one it was like, called like the ac30 i don't know if you ever saw this controller and it was for like uh ps4 xbox one and pc and maybe even switch and a bunch of the parts of it were modular so you could actually put the analog sticks like symmetrical like a ps4 mm-hmm. or asymmetrical like an xbox or switch pro controller oh that's and neat. I thought that was wild. And I wish more of these, like, more high end, super expensive controllers did that. Because even as somebody that prefers the asymmetrical layout, there are certain obscure times where I almost feel that like the symmetrical layout is superior.
0: Uh, like Ape Escape. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It was funny. They, they, so. They didn't announce the price. They didn't announce when it's coming out. They just showed it off. And for me personally, I'm never getting burned again. So I'm just waiting. Like if they come up with a black one, an all black one, maybe I'll get it. But I have two DualSense uh, black controllers now. Um, I I like the asymmetrical because just because I've played on it for so long. But I also use my series uh, controller for emulation on my HUT. Gamer girl PC because boy, J-, J Retro knows my fight with this. Like, I try to get my dual sense to work and it just wouldn't. And I was just like, is pain in the dick, but uh, it works great on Steam games, but like anything outside of that, it's like, go fuck yourself. It's like, take yeah. that controller and fucking hit yourself across the face with it, and then go outside and burn a hundred copies of the Cimmerillion because you're a fucking piece of shit, and you're just like, okay like not even a driver or anything and then they're just like no fuck you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're like it's perfectly good literature even if it's not my game my uh, favorite book. Um no honestly and I've been telling my boy I was like dude like no matter how hard you resist it Microsoft made this controller, Microsoft made Windows, bada bing bam boom. Like yeah. that's just this is the Windows controller as well as the Xbox it's controller. Like, it's- it's period ridiculous. like you just like it's you the grab your controller to use.
0: you don't even have to hold any buttons you just wave it across your pc and then it's like oh it connects and works perfectly with everything automatically yeah. and you're just and like i didn't have to hold they're like no fuck that so it's, it's all set up it's all set up ready to go it's got all your preferences already and you're just like fuck you really want me to use this controller don't you And they're like yeah use it it's so much easier and you're just like but i want to use the other one they're like go fuck yourself go fuck yourself
1: and that's why like most of the third-party pc peripheral companies have been pushed out of that like remember when like logitech like i had the fucking sidewinder back in the day which was a microsoft product but then you had the logitech controllers for a long time Mm -hmm. and i had a logitech controller that had a kind of xbox style layout that was my pc controller for a number of years it was wired it did unfortunately have symmetrical sticks Uh, But yeah, for a long time, there was lots of companies that would make controllers for pc and shit you see a lot less of it now or when you do see it they're usually products that are actually meant for something else and just also work on pc yeah like the nintendo switch pro controller which also works on pc or like a lot of the 8-bit controllers that are kind of meant for either retro consoles or mini consoles but then they will just also work with pc as well um, so PC seems to be this functionality that gets thrown in like a like a side of coleslaw, Kentucky Fried. These <laughs> days.
0: That coleslaw that you're totally going to eat with uh, your three piece meal. No, you're not. Dude, you're... coleslaw,
1: Kentucky Fried Chicken made me think I hated coleslaw for like the beginning quarter of my life. I was under the impression that coleslaw was just fucking disgusting <laughs> because KFC <laughs> serves green sludge and calls it coleslaw. It's like blended. It's like blend it's like the consistency of green toothpaste. Dude. And they're like, "Yeah, this is coleslaw." And I'm like, "This is not coleslaw."
0: <laughs> I feel coleslaw the exact crispy. same way about potato salad. Cuz like I thought it was just like a little cup of snot that KFC gave <laughs> to you and you're like, "I'm not eating this." And then uh I went Thirty years of my life, more than thirty years of my life thinking potato salad was garbage that was just like scraped out of the bottom of the sink when you washed your dishes, and like that was what potato salad was and then I went to l a <laughs> and I went to this barbecue place and they refused to serve me without me taking a portion of potato salad i or i and I was like, no no, no, no. I, I'm not asking for money off the meal. You can charge me the same amount. Just take your potato salad and keep it, because I'm gonna scrape that shit in the garbage. And then they're like, "Nope, buddy. I'm not gonna serve you unless you try our potato salad, because I guarantee you'll like it." And I was like, "Fuck! I want to eat here. I walked all this way. I gotta eat here." It's time
1: to put on your big boy pants and at least try so the potato salad. So I ate salad. it, and I was yeah, like, "Yeah, I do it."
0: I was like, "This is not potato salad," and he was like, <laughs> "Brother, it yeah. is." And I was just like no, this doesn't taste like sink snot. And I was like, I don't, he's like, I don't know what you've been eating, bro, but that's potato salad.
1: Pretty much I had the same reaction as well, I'm not going to lie, to KFC potato salad. And it's funny because my dad is uh, like European. For those of you that don't know, my dad's from the Czech Republic. So when you grow up in the Czech Republic and your son tells you that he doesn't like potato salad... Um, It's a little known fact, but in the Czech Republic that actually makes it legal for you to murder him, uh, you would think it would just be disowned. But no, it's no. cold blooded murder. They're totally License cool to with it. I also had the nerve one time to tell my dad that I do not like apple strudel. That is a dangerous move when your dad is from Europe. OK, so and I don't like sauerkraut. So I'm basically the Eastern European version of a complete heathen. <laughs> uh, but man, like potato salad, I came around. My I my ch- grandmother's potato salad is like the most orgasmic recipe. It took a long time, but I just think a lot of North American coleslaw and North American potato salad was all just fucking awful when I was a kid. <laughs> and it took a while till I like ate some, you know, some decent coleslaws and potato salads at like sick barbecue joints and things like that, yeah. right? And then you're like, "Oh, okay, when coleslaw's fresh and it's like they just shredded the cabbage, and it's like kind of sour but it still has that crunch you're just like mm
0: yeah you're like oh it's yeah. not supposed to be soggy and like yeah, yeah. like limp it's... they're like no
1: yeah like, i was like oh no. i thought they squeezed coleslaw out of a tube and they're like no that's not how coleslaw comes they're so like oh, no that's uh, this is all right
0: that's not right that's not right you know what i found out too i was like "How? like how does how does uh how is southern potato salad made because i want some of that and then i found another like oh they just put mustard in regular potato salad with a little bit of zest a little spice and i was like the first
1: coleslaw i ever liked was at earl's where i cooked for like nine years and we had a honey mustard asian slaw it was yeah. called right and it had mustard and shit in the dressing and i was like every time i would mix it in the bowl with the tongs i would just catch a whiff of it and i'd be like shit I don't like coleslaw but this shit smells delicious. Until eventually after months of this I was like fuck I have to try it and it was really good. And yeah. that was it. I just I knew from that point on that coleslaw was a matter of which slaw I was getting.
0: Yeah. Right? I just laughed. I was like, "Oh that that's it. Just mustard." I was like, "That's the only ingredient I'm missing." All right, cool. Um getting away from food talk, uh which I love, but hey, that was a good tangent we went on here. We um, should
1: stream uh what's that fucking game where you cook together and it, it causes a lot of anxiety overcooked have you ever played overcooked no i don't play any of those games
0: but we i know you should about. stream
1: that one time with the the peeps with yeah. the peeps in the chat because it's four player and overcooked. i think oh, oh like me you will get like Swordmaster, master pear bear war and I'll like rotate in and out and we'll do some hilarious overcooked shit because that is just a riot
0: I think like everyone in the chat is losing their shit over playing Overcooked, so maybe that'll be a future episode. It's like a and subscribe. subscribe if you think so. Uh-
1: <laughs> stick around, stick around if you think that's good. We're at
0: forty five subs, everybody. We want to get fifty five more so we can lock down uh, this name here. But um, speaking of gaming, Jay Retro and I have been doing a lot of gaming, and there has been some surprise sneak attack bangers. That are just like seemingly come out of nowhere. Some of them we kind of predicted would be really uh, the new hotness. But one that I thought like from the start was like, eh, gonna be meh. And then Jay Retro like text me in the middle of the night, bro, you gotta play this game. Like I fucking started it and I binged like halfway through it. Uh, Jay Retro fucking binged as Dusk Falls. In, like, what was it, two sittings? Like, not even. I think
1: two sittings. Yeah. I think I played it in two evenings where, and every time I would be like, I'm going to play another, you know, 20 minutes of this game was the idea when I sat down the second time too. And I just got right fucking sucked into it. And I'd be up till like four in the morning and having to work the next day and just being <laughs> like, no, I need to see where this goes. Yeah. Uh, and it's interesting because I texted my buddy uh, just yesterday, was like, bro. Uh, have you played because I knew he liked these narrative games like I do so he played until dawn and shit I I just got him to buy the quarry recently which he hasn't played yet but I'm sure he's gonna love Uh, but I was like bro have you played as dust falls because it's on game pass and he was like I'm done I, I beat it already and i was like i know <laughs> right like it's a it's a fucking time tunnel like this game's only been out for like a week and you know anybody that lays their hands on it seems to plow their way through it and when i saw this game revealed i do um, was it at the xbox bethesda showcase i feel like it was or uh, one of the yeah, xbox it was. presentations it was. um uh, my reaction even as somebody where I liked the Telltale games, I like the Supermassive games, I like these kind of choose your own adventure visual novel style games. I saw the graphical style of this game and I was like, this looks fucking awful, was my initial reaction to this. Like, I was just like, fuck. And it's weird because there is no traditional video game control in this game in comparison to say the quarry or mm-hmm. until dawn where you do still spend portions of the game, like controlling a person in third person who is walking around in the traditional sense. This is more like uh mist on PC back in the day. Yeah. This is more of like a point and click adventure and we've talked before about how I was like, I fucking hated Mist and those yeah. point-and-click adventure games back in the day. I thought they were boring as shit. Um, the writing in this game is just some of the most gripping and innovative storytelling I've seen in games in, like, the past 20 years. I was so on board in the, in the sense of, like, if you like these narrative games if you're into playing a game that is mostly you making decisions and then watching how they play out uh i think this is as good as you can write that style of game as far as making me be like oh fuck what's gonna happen now the entire time i played my way through it and as soon as i was finished it i was like i need to play this again uh i'm playing it co up now as of yesterday with my buddy who already beat the game and we're all yeah and we're one third through the game for our second playthrough already (laughs) in the first sitting. like we played through two straight chapters and we're just like yep this is dope we only quit because i had to go like do real life stuff like Hmm. do laundry (laughs) or some shit but it's it's fantastic like if you guys like these sorts of games and i really do uh and it's interesting because it seems 90% 90% of these choose-your-own-adventure-style games are horror games. Yeah. Right? Uh, Supermassive games dominate the genre, and there's a lot of... Even, even with the Telltale games, a lot of the games they made were The Walking Dead-based, so were mm-hmm. horror-based. Um, I really liked the Telltale Batman series, which was actually probably the first series I played that was in this wheelhouse where I was like, oh, this is fucking weird. It's not even like a video game. I'm just clicking on shit and making decisions. But even the Telltale games have traditional video game controls at times. Have you like, you know, just controlling someone walking around a room and stuff like you would in most third-person games. And so, I don't know, like, this one was really interesting to me in the sense that I was like not horror, instantly less interested, because I'm a giant horror nerd, and that's Mm -hmm. probably another reason I like the Super game so much. And this one just looked to me like boring, family melodrama, and I could tell from the cartoon-esque graphics immediately that it was going to be less traditional video game control shit, because Mm. how would you even do that with a game that looks this way, right? So I was like, fuck, like... It's going to be even less involved in control. And I feel like Supermassive and Telltale have kind of hit that balance already. And then you're going to give me a, a game that to me on the surface level, at least, looked pretty fucking boring. And it's funny that that was my reaction to it. I think this game is the breaking bad of video games or oh, like Wow. The, the Sons of Anarchy of video games or whatever. Like, if you like those long narrative, Sopranos, like HBO AMC sort of storytelling arcs, I think
0: you'll get a lot out of this game for sure. It's crazy that like kind of the opposite of how I feel, but maybe it's it's probably possible. Maybe I just haven't found a story that compelling to me yet, but it's crazy that when you align with the characters and the story just reaches you in a certain way, you're willing to forgive any gameplay elements. You're willing to just get invested into that story. So like you said, when it was just like more of a point click, I think with mist, like what the fuck is that game? Like you're kind of like, you're searching for clues for, I don't even know what, right. Whereas this game, um, it's got a compelling story to kind of drive you in. And they probably just went, J Retro balls deep on that. And that's why a lot of people like just get hooked. And by the sounds of it, it's one of those sleepers of 2022, where a lot of people just dismissed it from first impressions or were like, ah, oh, fuck this, like whatever. But that's cool. I think that's really cool yeah. that like, I, I think, think th-
1: at the end of the year, this will 100%, like if I were to do like a must plays of 2022, this would be pretty far up the ladder. Who makes this
0: game as desk falls? Are they,
1: Oh fuck. I should know that having uh beat it one and, and uh one third times. I'm gapping Interior on Interior Knight.
0: Of it. I've never heard of that developer. What do they make? Yes.
1: I think this is like pretty much their major label debut in a sense, It right? is. Like I think they've only really done like minor shit before. Um This is the only <clears>
0: game <throat> under their Wikipedia page that's under their There you name. go. That's pretty fucking yeah. cool. Like and then This game, they've been uh, a dev since 2017, so relatively new. So it just goes to show you, everybody, like, now we've said this millions of times. With the tools that are out there now, like, if you have a great idea for a game, Volkozma in the chat reminding us to drink our water. Thank you very much. Um, If you have a good idea for a game or you got, like, a really good story, like, there's ways that you could get that out there. And through media like this, I think it's very doable. Um No, that's cool. That's like, I had no, no way thinking that you would like text me at an odd time being like, dude, this fucking game just like really got me into it. Um, don't know, if I was going to play it for sure. Like I, when I first saw the trailer for it, I was like,
1: man, and then I was like, well, it's on game pass. And like, I really liked the quarry and I had just finished the quarry. So I do think that's part of it was like where I, I had that hunger right to like play more of that style of a game because I had just beaten the quarry and I was like well if it's on game pass sure you know uh yeah I did not expect this game in the slightest to grip me in the way that it did uh and I think it's yeah if you like games that are uh, a lot of talky talky which it is then I would definitely definitely dive in
0: (laughs) have there been any other games that you've been playing during your time off that Um, are not of the usual that usually play like your Fortnite or any of your sports games anything else you dabbled in
1: i've been dabbling in a lot of retro shit again and just going back to playing like a bunch of neo geo shit and like old arcade games and stuff like that a lot recently which has been pretty sick i am just stoked on retro shit because the genesis mini 2 slash mega drive mini 2 coming out soon Uh, I did manage to get the Japanese version pre-ordered. I kind of felt kicked in the dick this morning because I saw, like, Sega's doing this weird shit with the Mega Drive Mini 2 and the Genesis Mini True. It's been all over the
0: place.
1: It's been all the fuck over the map. And so just this morning, they were like, we're going to do a European Union-UK release. And I'm like, well, I already ordered the Japanese one, though, because you wouldn't ship the North American one to Canada. And now I'm like... What if they would ship the European Union-UK one to Canada? Because then at least it would all be English packaging and shit. So it'd actually be more accessible. Because the Japanese one, it's going to have some games I can't play. And I know this from buying other Japanese exclusive video game consoles in the past, in these mini consoles, is that for a ton of games, once you set the menu to English and everything... It doesn't fucking matter that the game is Japanese because these old 16-bit games, a lot of them are, like, shoot-em-ups or platformers and shit, so who gives a shit? But then when you encounter, like, an RPG, like, you know, you're kind of fucked as soon as you have to actually do a bunch of reading. And so I was like, shit, now I kind of want the European Union one. Now I kind of want to look into that. And then I was like, but then I'd have to cancel my Japanese pre-order. And then it's just getting to the point where I'm, I'm so mad at Sega for just everything about how they've handled this. I do think I'm just going to stick with the Mega Drive mini pre-order. I already have, I think because at this point they basically claimed that this thing, whether you buy the North American one, whether you buy the Japanese one, that is going to be very limited right that's always been the original claim was that whichever one you order they're not going to make a lot of them they're going to make it once sell them and that's fucking it um and yeah like i guess i'd be i'd be scared of getting fucked in some way if i cancel the japanese pre-order now but i don't know it's it the whole thing's got me a little on the fence for sure in that regard about supporting sega with all of this but uh yeah If you you guys haven't
0: already, J Retro just released two new videos talking about uh, the Genesis Mini 2. So go check those out. Uh, They've been getting some good views, which is good to see. And then I think you should also make exactly the video that you just made. Well, I was about to say, it
1: sounds like I have another video coming out. Yeah. And and I don't know, like I'm just going to become the channel that just critiques dumb business decisions that Sega makes, which is painful because I'm like the biggest fucking Sega fanboy but they're not making it easy on me. No, they're really doing some super dumb shit in the sense where like, I haven't seen Sega make this many poor business decisions in a row since the Genesis was actually their primary console in North America. And they were like, let's release the Genesis 32 X let's release the Genesis CD. And it just like, it got to the point where there were so many add ons that most people that had a super nintendo viewed the genesis as a fucking joke because it was just a console that was always trying to sell you the next fucking add-on um and then they buried the saturn like alive themselves like they designed a really powerful console and then really fucked up by making it really powerful at 2d games in the specific generation that was going to jump to 3d because that was what the saturn was great at eventually it was being like the best console on the market for street fighter and shit like that like if you wanted like you know arcade accurate renditions of those sorts of games but yeah, it's it's painful. They pulled the plug on the Saturn in North America before it really had a chance to get off. And, and watching Sega right now, it's like the Astro City Mini V supposedly had a really bad input leg. The Sega Genesis Mini 2 is having a complete fucking disaster of a launch. And a year or two ago, I felt like they were nailing it. Like, I thought the original Genesis Mini was the best value out of any of the mini consoles that have come out so far for the games list that was included on it, if you're not going to hack it. I thought the original Astro City Mini V was fucking brilliant. And a lot of people were very stoked on it, having uh, Return of Death Adder Golden x 2, as well as the arcade-accurate copy of Virtua Fighter for the first time officially home-released. And now it seems like... They kind of fucked up the Astro City Mini V, and now they're like whether the Genesis Mini Two is fucked up or not. They're certainly screwing up getting it out the door. Yeah. So I I don't know, man. Did you see the thing the other day about the Dreamcast with Sega? No, because I think I'll end here on my Sega rant. But this was brilliant. Was they had this trailer that aired that had a lot of it was like a Dreamcast hype roll. Yeah, And it was just basically being like, remember the Dreamcast? Fucking Dreamcast. Here's a close-up of a Dreamcast. Here's a Dreamcast controller. Remember when the Dreamcast came out and everybody was like, oh my god, it's gonna be the Dreamcast mini. It's gonna be the Dreamcast mini. It's gonna be the Dreamcast mini! And then the last minute of the trailer, they were like, it's just a keyboard for a computer that's themed like a Dreamcast. And that was basically the end of it. And I was like... I it's like they're
0: trying to
1: piss me off yeah like, it's literally like their goal is to alienate their own fans. that's
0: base. a big like, fuck you to the fans like right
1: like i just don't even know
0: anymore that'd be like from like, software being like hey you remember bloodborne wasn't bloodborne great didn't you like playing through bloodborne the dlc was dope too blah 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 and then at the end they're like bloodborne doormats coming your way and you're like Fuck you.
1: <laughs> that was, that was exactly where I was at. I was yeah. like, you could have released a Dreamcast set of coasters, Dreamcast themed underwear. Yeah. I would have been the same amount of stoked. And there's no way that you didn't know. Like, there's no way that you didn't know that every Sega fanboy was going to think Dreamcast Mini. Yeah. Because it's been the main thing people on the internet forums and stuff have been talking about since the original Genesis Mini. Because it's your other most iconic North American and European release, yeah. Right, so that's I don't nuts. Know. I almost I don't think know, like Sega.
0: like I get like like shipping is a huge nightmare in this time. Um, but like, why not like on your Amazon page, like order if you're ordering it and importing it from Japan, why can't you make it like, do you want the North America version or do you want the Japanese version or do you want like whatever? But I guess like yeah, like. All of them will sell out like super quick, so you probably just end up getting what you can get anyway. But um, that's fuck. That's that's rough, dude. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. As uh, I know you're a big fan of them. Um, a game that I was super surprised with, and I played the demo of this game, and I was like, this game is dog shit. I was like, this is not a good game. I was like, it was Timesia and the demo was bad. The demo was bad. Like, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. And so many people stuck up for it. They're like, oh, but you just didn't get it. I'm like, no, dude, the game was bad. I'm like, it felt really shitty. The controls are bad. Um, I tried tweaking it in the settings. Dog shit. And so it came out uh, last week. And I was like, oh, it's a Souls-like. I'm like, I know I got to like play it out of obligation I'm like, oh, I just don't want to drop 30 bucks on a game. I know I'm going to play for like an hour and be like, it's still dog shit. So I pick it up and I'm playing it. And the game's good. And I was like, whoa, I'm like, they fixed a lot of the shit that I didn't like about it the first time. And I was like completely fucking surprised. I was just like. Wow, it feels way more fluent. The only thing that I had to adjust was the camera sensitivity. I felt like it was a little bit too slow, and it just cranked it up a little bit. And I was like, dude, this is exact. This is perfect. This is great now. Um, it looks a little better. Uh, the environment moves a little bit better. The combat was way better. And I was like, dude, okay, this is like, it's, like- it's jank. It's got a little bit of jank because they're a small dev team. Um, but I was just like, dude, I could totally forgive that Like, Most of it is like pretty good And I had a wicked time Playing this game I'm still making my way through it I have made a bunch of recommendations uh, To a bunch of people to pick it up Warwana picked it up I know Saltiest Gaming picked it up And he wasn't going to get it And a few other people picked it up Which is cool Another game that I could, okay, I knew that this game was going to be sweet But I had no idea how fucking sweet And I really want you to play it I'm almost just like should I just buy it for J Retro on PC? But Roller Rollerdrome. Roller uh, you
1: saying, you are on about this game, man? Like so did it live up to your to like the
0: hype? Dude, think Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, but like you don't fall if you don't make your uh tricks and you have okay. a gun. And you can go like slow-mo mode. It's fucking so sick. It's so dope. Like, as soon as I started playing this, I was like, this is fun. And then, like, a couple of minutes later, like, I made, uh like, an hour-ish long uh, part one playthrough of it, and I probably say, like, 20 fucking times, this is so rad. I'm like, this is so fucking rad. I'm like, this is so dope. Uh Because, like, the whole thing is fast-paced because you're on roller skates, so you're always moving fast. And the way you replenish your ammo is by doing tricks. So like, if you like hit, like hit the half pipe and do like a bunch of spins, you'll reload your ammo. Or if you do a, uh, like a tail grind, like you'll fuck, like that's how you replenish your ammo. And it's so fucking rad. Like I cannot say enough good things about this game. It's so dope. Um, I know the cell shading turns off a lot of people because a lot of people aren't into that art style. And I can get that. Like, I know if you're not digging the art style of the game, it's really hard for you to get into it. But I personally like it. It kind of reminds me of what like the old flash games of the internet always wanted to be. But like this game, dope, so dope. Um, yeah, Jet Grain Radio says been new in the in the chat. Rad count was in the 30s. Yeah, like I was like. The whole time, I was just laughing. I was like, this game is fucking rad. I'm like, it's so cool. Uh, I can't say enough good things about it. Like, honestly, if you're a PlayStation Plus premium subscriber, you get it for a little bit cheaper. But I also think it's, like, not too bad of a price on Steam right now. I'm not 100% sure. I think it's, like, mm, I still think it's, like, 30 bucks though. But it's so good. It's so much fun. I had a really good time playing it. I mean, I did part two of my playthrough last night. It's so, like, I don't know how you get around this, Jay, but, like, I'm finding the issue now that playing so many games, you get used to the controls of one, and then, like, you move to the other, and you're like, fuck, I forget all the controls. And I'm just like, and I have to relearn it again. So that's like what I kind of rolled into because I was used to playing God of War and then I went back to Rollerdrome and I was like, dude, I, f- I Yeah, man, that
1: shit kills me. Like, especially because I'll, I'll not play a game for months at a time, right? And then yeah. trying to come back to it after months and months off, you're just like, what the fuck? Like, I feel like a fish out of water constantly playing games.
0: Yeah, you gotta have that awkward first couple of minutes where you're just like, okay, what? What are yeah. these controls?
1: No, it's legitimately painful at times.
0: But um no, I was like, yeah, dude, it's twenty six bucks. You know what, everybody, I'm buying J retro Roller because this game is fucking sick. It's happening. Is it, I'm gonna...
1: Isn't it on Game Pass or Xbox? Is it not?
0: It's not on Xbox. No? It's a okay. PlayStation console exclusive, so it's okay. on PlayStation and then Steam only.
1: Yeah, we'll figure out if it's cheaper. I guess on PS4 or Steam, but but well twenty.
0: Man. Well, twenty six bucks. Twenty six bucks. So
1: yeah, that's fair. Yeah, cool. I'll,
0: I'll I'll get it for you cuz I just you need to play this cuz I want to hear I want to hear the reason why I think Jay Retro needs to play this game is because he actively plays skateboarding games and like uh games True. where you do have to do tricks and things like that. So I want to see his perspective as somebody coming into it from that angle as opposed to me who never really played those games and it's just like this is fucking fun and then like I'm having a really good time. I hope Jay loves it. If he's like, "Dude, that game was so mid," I'm going to be like, I'm a little hurt, but it's okay. <laughs> I'm gonna hurt. go read the Cimmerillion now. <laughs> little
1: hurt. A little hurt. That's all right. A little
0: hurt. Little hurt. He's wearing a skateboarding shirt right now. No, he's not. <laughs> no, I am not. Well, that's okay. None of you got that. Like, you all just missed out on 20. 20- U.S. dollars, so pretty much gold coins, like yeah. In that's all you need to know to
1: know. Listening to metal makes your life better because you would have had a gift card, and now you have nothing. Now you got nothing. And that's what you—that's what you get. Not listening to metal. No, no, see, listen, listen to whatever the fuck you want to. Don't listen to me. I don't know. What you know.
0: <laughs> the band. Dude on a like? job for a cowboy and they're <clears throat> no longer a band anymore. I don't They are. Oh, they're back they're
1: with a record this year. Apparently. Yeah. They are working on their first record in quite a long time is the word on the street. I'm
0: excited about it. That's pretty sick. Um, Last thing I want to go over on the show is everyone's favorite segment, which is what would you rather submitted via Instagram? So make sure you're following the update required official on Instagram and we post a story before the show goes live and do it. Let's see what kind of shit we got asked today. Um, What would you rather fingers as long as your toes or toes as long as your fingers? Um, Toes as long as my fingers.
1: I guess. Yeah, otherwise you can't play guitar. God, that's gross, though.
0: Jimmy and Roller drum cosplay. Somebody get me a red jumpsuit that is flattering to my figure and i will wear it <laughs> um oh this is a good one this one was just submitted uh to j retro as dusk falls or the quarry In the quarry that was a tough one like you had to think about that for a few seconds yeah yeah Okay, here's another one that I think is for J Retro. Hail, have Halo Forge or co-op campaign released tomorrow complete. Oh, it's okay. Have Halo Forge or co-op campaign released tomorrow complete, but the other one is deleted from existence. So you either get to pick Halo Forge or Halo Co-op. Co-op. I don't give a shit about Forge. <laughs> fuck Forge. Fuck Forge. Put it with the Cimmerian and no one gives
1: a ahead. shit about Forge. Put it aside. Yeah, it's yeah. I don't. I don't care. Throw in a I box wanna...
0: of KFC fucking uh potato salad and coleslaw. It's some
1: coleslaw. That's right. Forge can have a side, two sides of KFC coleslaw. You don't even get the shitty potato salad. Yeah, yeah, even yeah. that's more palatable. Yeah, you you yeah. get all <laughs> green slop.
0: Yeah, with Forge. Okay, next one. Um, Have all wars end, but everyone has to walk everywhere. Or wars get worse, but everyone can teleport for free. Teleporting would be sweet, but if everyone can do it, that would be the worst thing ever. So I would just say have all wars end and walk everywhere. Yeah,
1: no wars and we walk everywhere. Make the sacrifice, people. Come so on. Imagine
0: if everyone could teleport. Like, someone could just teleport in your room
1: and, like... People think it would be hella inconvenient, but you got to understand that, like, if we were in a society where we had to walk everywhere, they would build shit closer to you. Oh, absolutely. Because they would realize that they have to make these little, like, internet communities, right? Like, everything you would need would be in walking. Or also,
0: you would just be like, yo, I'd make hella fucking bank, brah, if I just opened up a little shop over here. And it's like, and then yeah, I could afford... I know all the coleslaw that i
1: want on, on entrepreneurial ship yeah can we Jeff do a Bezos. bike though
0: no pear bear we walk everywhere no, that's right <laughs> what did we say we <laughs> <walk>. <laughs> what did we say think about it okay next question have unlimited gaming ability but minimal time to game so like you're basically giga chad god here at games or noob ability eight free hours a day to games or you suck at games so everyday life for me so (laughs) what would you rather Mm -hmm.
1: yeah i feel like i'm already in a position where i have
0: limited ability to game (laughs) so you're just like yeah i'll just continue to be giga Chad and just (laughs) game for an hour every now and then yeah, um, I think I think GigaTrad's the right answer. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, that's all you need is the one hour because you're so good at it. Yeah. Um, exactly. There you go. There yeah, because like if you're playing for eight hours but you suck, like that's not going to be enjoyable. You're gonna be like, oh, I accomplished nothing because I suck. All right. Uh dual sense edge or Xbox Elite controller or N64 controller? Um
1: Xbox Elite controller is it is it is it just the 3 versus each other? Yeah. Why is the N64 controller? I don't know. I don't control what people ask. <laughs> I know, but I'm asking whoever wrote the question. <laughs> it's like you were a- you were literally like, "Would you rather um, a medium rare steak, a full rack of ribs, or a piece of dog shit?" Is <laughs> or some
0: KFC coleslaw?
1: Right? Like, holy cow! New shirt uh, idea,
0: new T-shirt idea. For, KFC, KFC I, I coleslaw. Think,
1: <laughs> I think either the Dual Sense or the Xbox Elite controller are completely acceptable answers in that scenario. I yeah,
0: you know part. what? I feel like the Xbox Elite controller has way more modifications from what I've seen, and we've only seen that little teaser thing from the uh, Dual Sense Edge. I. We've said this a few times. I would love to try out that controller, but I don't $250 want to try that controller out. So
1: 100% as I feel, but all of these like scuff and all the custom controller companies, I'm like, man, it's super cool. That exists for people that have like console money to spend on a controller.
0: Yeah. Like, hey if you want to sponsor this up and coming podcast with its massive audience of 45 subscribers hit us up hit us up just shoot us an email and we will definitely try out your controllers on stream um okay next question sleep with your cousin for 10k or sleep with your sister for 100k both is not an option (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Who
1: watches our podcast? Why is this?
0: I think people just like ask these questions. For... Wow.
1: Um. Can I say neither? This is recorded. What no. if my sister or my cousin ever watches the podcast? <laughs> Would
0: well, they're like insulted. Like, should have picked me. Um. <laughs> I'm not answering that. Just, uh I don't want to get canceled. Yeah. That's why.
1: Can I take? <laughs> can I take a pass? That's right. Yeah. No. uh that, yeah.
0: Here, I'll answer. <laughs> mulligan. Here I'll, I'll answer it right now. <laughs> oh, I think we had a cutout there from the internet. <laughs> what happened there? That was weird Um Okay, uh, next question. Play favorite artist songs on repeat, but your headset is crackly. Or <laughs> Enya on best, most comfy headset available?
1: Uh favorite artists and i guess in this case i'd probably try primarily to listen to genres where i'd notice the crackliness less yeah so i'd listen to a lot of like early nirvana like Like poorly produced black metal yeah like shit shit that sounds like it was recorded in your mom's basement with one microphone hanging from the roof anyways and like yeah then you're good
0: to go bear. It's c- cousin. It's legal in the UK. I'm not bringing in UK laws for anything. <laughs> dude. Uh, okay. Uh, I don't know if I'll
1: get canceled for this, but I'll admit it. One time when I was young, I met my third cousin and you never meet your third cousin because your third cousin probably lives in fucking Timbuktu. Who knows their third cousin? What the fuck is that even? And I made like a passing comment. I'm like 13 and I was like, oh, she's pretty. And my mom being the well-adjusted woman that she is, was like, well, you know it's legal because she's your third cousin. And I'm like, Mom, don't encourage that. That's a weird way
0: to approach it. You're like, yeah. Like, what other thoughts do you have in that head of yours? <laughs> yeah. What, what deep, dark
1: recesses of your mind <laughs> have been left unexposed to poor, innocent young Jay? Yeah, my mom was probably just like, you're a weird kid. You know, mm. get a lot of attention.
0: You're a <laughs> weird kid. Thanks. Thanks, ma'am. Um, thanks. thanks, man. Yeah, everybody. That's that's it for tonight. That's all we had. Uh before we get out of here, J Retro, where can the good people find you?
1: Uh these days on Instagram at Jfree86. You can find me on YouTube.com/slash J Retro. And apparently I'll have another new video coming out soon. Just dragging saga.
0: <laughs> so everybody mm. make sure you're following j retro on instagram right here i got it up on uh the screen j for 86 just make sure you give him uh, a follow and like and then brought up here he's got his channel j retro it's got a lot of good content on there make sure you check out those videos when as soon as they drop and everybody you know where, where, where were
1: you at where oh, yeah. am I
0: at these days? Tell them besides, anyway. Tell them, be, them anyway. Besides being on podcasts where you just get fucking grilled, um, I'm on Twitter at Fornitron, and you can find me on YouTube, uh, youtube.com fornitron. I've been putting out a lot of Let's Plays. So right now, currently, as we speak, I am playing through Rollerdrome. I am playing through God of War, and I'm playing through Timesia. So... Roller uh, Rollerdrome, uh, I got a new video dropping hopefully tomorrow. Maybe I'll do uh, a, a video reacting to the Lies of P thing, because I think that needs to be said. So Roller Rollerdrome might get pushed to Thursday. Uh, God of War will be on Friday, and Time will be on the weekend. I'm also, this just came in the mail today, and I'm super excited because I had to order this off uh, eBay. I was telling Jay Retro this, and he just shook his head at me. So I picked up a PS3 off of Facebook Marketplace for fifty Canadian right. dollars, uh, which is nothing. That is shekels, that is money for horseshoes. Uh, and then I ordered Dark Souls ps3 version this is the original version not the prepare to die edition got this for eight dollars off of ebay and it came in like really good condition and it even has the booklet inside so i installed that on my ps3 and i'm gonna be trophy hunting to get the platinum on ps3 because i have the platinum on ps4 so that's what i'm gonna be up to and that might drop this weekend but yeah that's it for us everybody uh we're a couple of nerds we're gonna head out of here uh (laughs) get your coleslaw get your potato salad uh baba boo everybody
1: boy play some games and we'll catch you next week thanks for being here after the break everyone you guys are sick peace
0: out